this is the lair. <laughs> dude, I love What's it. That? Was that hot enough? That was, you came in great, dude. I love it. I really wanted to come in with like um some I thurs- love spicing thir- up these intros. Some Thursday night football music or something cuz dude, football season's raging now, man. We got the Chiefs and the uh, Lions tonight game dude, 1. Detroit, your old hometown. Well, my not hometown, old- but you know what I mean. Where I used to do all my Living. Were you were you a hardcore lion fan? <laughs> I hated the lions. I hate it. Well, I was a big tiger fan when I was a kid. I love right. the tigers, bro. Cecil Fielder was my boy. Old Cecil. Old Cecil. And then he had a son named Prince. Yeah. And then Prince turned out to be He's crushing it. Well, he was crushing, crushing it. it when he was playing. Yeah. Well, how was your how was how was your week, brother? Good, brother. dude. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you. Let it rip. Are you a travel guy? Do you like traveling? Like, do you do you think like going like you and your family to Hawaii or you and your wife to Colorado for a weekend? Are you, are you a travel guy? Um, let me. That's a loaded question because I do like to travel. However, traveling with kids and traveling yes. just with your wife is totally two different things. Oh. Man. So, like, if I'm traveling far distances with kids, just Get know here. just know that I need a vacation for a vacation. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you're going to be spending all this money just to get beat up by your kids all week. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of like getting away with your kids out of, in a different scenario or setting. It lets you connect with them in a different way than if you're just at home, right? Oh, yeah. And I will say traveling nowadays is different than traveling like when you and I were young. Like when when I was young, it was like all the seats are down in the back of the station wagon and you're just making a tent back there and you're driving. And you could just lay down. You could wrestle your brother in the back. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like the seatbelts weren't a deal back in the day. Like who cares about those stupid things? And now it's like smoking a ciggy up front. Yeah. (laughs) Now, dude, it's like you're strapped in with a five point (laughs) harness, dude. It's uncomfortable. Like, you know, like, I don't know. So it's different. All right. Well, this leads to my next question. How do you feel about people who will take a vacation, but then they're doing what they call a staycation? I dig them. I dig the old you're, staycation. You're a fan of a staycation? I do like stay. We've done a couple staycations. Do you staycations. feel like you're actually taking a break, though? Like, I, I feel like if because... I'm at home, I'm worried about all home stuff still. Well... When I say staycation, I don't stay at my home. Like I'll go like to a local hotel, you know. Oh, yeah, so yeah. the setting yeah. has changed, right? Like staycation at the like home. The I don't Great think, Wolf Lodge. Yeah, I'll go down the road to like a, you know. I've even done like a cool Airbnb with like a place that has like a I don't know a rad backyard with a pool and a diving board oh, and nice. like a slide, you know, stuff like that. So that's what I consider yeah. a staycation. All right, good to know. Because if I, I vacation and I'm just sitting at home, like I'm doing yard work, bro. Yeah, like, that's what I'm know, saying. There's yeah. no, there's no chilling. You're looking out the front window and you're like, man, that hedge needs to be trimmed. Yeah, you're out there just buzzing the hedges. <laughs> hey, now that the turtle movie's out, how many times have you watched it? Let I've me watched hear it four times, bro. Dude, I've watched it probably four times a day because my really? son. 
wakes up and just puts it on nonstop. It's to the point now where he just wants to watch the trailer still. I'm like, bro, how many times are you going to watch the same one minute and 30 second trailer, bro? Like, get mm-hmm. the trailer out of here. I watched that movie so many times. My son's rolling around the house like he's Raphael, like he's Donnie. Did you ever go through that stage when you were in where you just watched movies like nonstop, the same one over and over? I can't. I can't I don't remember that remember I me. did. Yeah. Maybe it was because we had VHSs and it was so hard to rewind them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I it just automatically like, start over at the beginning. You know, dude, I remember, dude, when like it, it like I thought my parent like if I went to a buddy's house and their parents had like one of those separate like automatic rewinders that you put it in and all it oh did was rewind. Oh my gosh. I thought you like were Like at rad. a speed of light. Yeah, I thought that. I thought you were like rich or radical yeah, if or something. you had something. the rewind <laughs> machine, you were rich, bro. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> yeah, so, but dude, my son has been watching Turtles nonstop and uh, I'm getting kind of sick of it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Did you watch any of the extras yet? Those are pretty neat, like meeting the cast and No, got... we have been watching the um the new series uh I am Groot, like the shorts. I heard those were good. Ross was talking about them. The uh season 1 was good. I haven't watched the season 2 yet. Um yeah, but my son has, my son has had them on. I haven't got to yeah. sit down and watch them, but he's busting up laughing and thinks they're funny, so They're a lot like that uh the Forky shorts, right? Yeah, pretty much better than the the first season were they were hilarious, but I was just curious because it's been on like nonstop replay at my house. Yep, I will say, man, after watching it again so many times, Donnie bro has grown on me. He's my favorite. I'm telling you, after I watched it, he was my favorite turtle in the whole movie. Yeah, I just loved thought him. he was so good, dude. Yeah, I loved him. He he was rad. Um. I still, I mean, I did like Leo too. Uh, I don't know. Raph was cool too. I liked them all, but Donnie was my fave. Yeah. Let me ask you this, because I'm thinking about diving in. We've talked about like the Harry Potter series, you know, those movies that have a ton of just movies in them. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. The movies that have a I ton of movies. I know what you meant. You knew I what know I was you talking meant. about. A, yeah. Let me ask you this. The Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. Have you watched all of them? So many times. Even all the, the Hobbit ones? Yep, and I've got all the extended editions, and I've watched them so many times. But I'll tell you this: my what about wife Ring, can Ring Ring of Power. My, no, the new no. series on I think it's on Amazon, right? I have not watched that. I've I heard mixed things, so I just kind of stayed away from it. My wife cannot make it through one without falling asleep. I don't know if I. So I remember when the first original trilogy came out. That was like one of the first movies I've ever watched. Like multiple times in theaters i remember when the second one dropped out twin towers i watched it so many times in the theaters by like the fourth or fifth time i was like okay bro like (laughs) i can't sit another three hours in a movie theater anymore this has got to be the last time (laughs) like but i'm thinking about rewatching them because i've never watched all the there's the three hobbit ones right I've never watched those ones. There's, um, I think there's three of them. And then the Rings of Power. And so it's the Rings of Power. Like, if you're going to watch it in like an order, it's the Ring of Power or Rings of Power, however you, whatever it is. And, and then the three Hobbit movies and then the three mm. Lord of the Rings. So I think I I'd might... be interested to hear what other people thought of the Amazon series because everything I heard about it was that it was trash. 
I actually heard it was pretty good. I was talking to a dude at work and he liked it. He said it was really cool. And mm. it's set up like way before all the, like a thousand years or something before all the events of the Hobbit. And so I might check it out because I check like that out, stuff. And, Report and, back um, in the old lair what you find out. You know me though, when I get into something, I'll be into it hard for like a week and then. No, you're not even going to finish it. You'll be and, like, I got to the first movie. <laughs> But I'd always wanted to watch them because I, I, you know, I liked the original three, and but I just never watched the Hobbit ones. Yeah, uh, you've been staying up with that uh, Star Wars thing, Ahsoka. I'm behind. Yeah. No, I'm behind. I just had so much stuff going on, dude. I think I've had so you got many nothing going on. I've had so many doctor's appointments in the past week. It's silly. Yeah, it's tired of going to the doctors, and they're all the same thing. I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole. With doctors, I was kind of dude. leaving it open. Like I wasn't <laughs> sure if you did or not. <laughs> no, because all it's going to turn in is to a, a grumpy complaint fest. Yeah. But um, other than that, I had a, I had a decent week. I didn't get a ton of reading in. I know we're hanging in the lair today and chatting a bunch of stuff. Um, I did get to read a trade, which was cool. And then I read a, uh, one other single issue. But other than that, for me, dude, that was, um, that was my week. It was kind of boring, actually. I know that um, just because we're good buddies, uh, you would be proud of me. I didn't Let read a ton it. for hanging. I read a lot, but not like the most I've ever read. But I had to read a bunch to talk to Ross with Marvel Unagi. Dude, I think I read like 20 or 25 issues this week. Oh, to that's catch a up lot, on dude. To catch up on all the stuff I had to chat with Ross about, I was just binging, dude, laying in bed. How was, how was Ross this week? He's good, man. His I, kids I haven't still haven't started school. Isn't lately. that crazy? I know. We got to get him back September. I know, man. My kids have been going hard for a month. Yeah. How's that going? But, dude, I don't know. You know, we're just, just in, we're in that season where it's just like, dude, I feel like I'm a professional chauffeur. Dude, that's what I was just going to say, man. Like, I almost, like, can't wait until my oldest starts driving, which is going to be, you know, in the next, like, six months, she'll get a permanent lease, and I'm just, like, setting you free. Get out. Like, (laughs) get on out. Like, go to the store and get me some ice cream. Remember what I have to do? (laughs) My dad used to send me an ice cream runs all the time, bro. Uh. So that'll help because I do feel like I'm literally just driving most of the, well, mostly my wife, but um, you know how that goes. Just driving, bro. I, I know it's different for you because you don't mind the mornings, but man, waking up early and getting the kids ready for school, bro, get me out. I like it. I'm a morning guy. My wife hates me in the mornings because like, dude, I try to be quiet when I wake up. Like I, I do. My wife doesn't think I do or my wife doesn't like think I'm like trying, but I'm trying my hardest. But so last week we had this gnarly windstorm, you know, those big haboobs that roll through looks like a big old, just dust wall. And so I don't know if it was that that got me sick or something got me sick. Maybe my son. So I was feeling crummy. And you know, when you wake up, you're feeling like right when you wake up, you're just all congested. You got, you know, like snot running out your nose and you're just feeling crummy. Yeah. And so I wake up and my wife want like I get up at five thirty and then I start waking the girls up because they take forever to get ready. And I want to come lay in bed for a minute before I like get going. But then like I'm laying there and I'm like all sniffly 
you know, doing the, just keep <laughs> sniffing and coughing. And my wife's over here socking me up, like telling me that like, I'm, what do you want Get me to out. do? Yeah. She says, leave the room. Like, I'm not going to leave the room every time I got a <laughs> sniff. Like, Dude, I'm just so much like your wife, dude. I'm like, every time someone's coughing or sniffing, I can just become rude. I'm like, dude, go in another room and shut the door. We are trying to live here. (laughs) That's exactly how she is. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? Like, you're going to hear me. So I'm like trying, then I'm trying to like walk, you know, out. And then just, she says, I just walk loud. I'm like, how do I walk loud? I'm just walking, man. So I don't know what to, yeah, dude. I don't know what I'm doing in the morning, but um, I do like getting up early. I don't know what it is. Dude, no way, man. Anyways, let's get into some old books, man. What'd you What'd you let's get into? It. What was some of your uh, some highlights? Let me hear it. I know you got into a lot of Marvel stuff, but um, what yeah. Was your, what was your favorite? What was your favorite of the Marvel stuff you got into? Dude, I have literally been loving Jed McKay's Avengers run, dude. It's so stinking good, man. Uh, Is it current? Currently going, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's so good, dude. They're like, uh, all the Avengers are like paired up. There's these, um, I forget what they're called, but these, the bad guys. There's like four or five or six of them or something like that. And they're evading Earth. And then the Avengers pair up with them kind of like one-on-one. And uh, it's just gnarly, dude. I was telling Ross this, but my favorite right now is Thor is facing this like bird god thing who it has fallen down on the Vatican and it's got, it's like hypnotized all the people there. So now they're worshiping that thing. And uh, so Thor's trying to take it out. You know, the, the Avengers, like, obviously they don't hurt, want to hurt people. Right. So he's in a pickle because what he finds out, he, he like uses his hammer to lightning bolt this, this bird God. And he finds out that when you hurt that thing, it hurts the worshipers. So are those, Sorry to interrupt. So he can't those... hit it because oh. it because it shocked all the people, and it, so now it's like he's in a pickle. Because if he kills it, is it going to kill the worshippers? And what, a, what about mean, all the wild. people? Are they are all the people like fighting Thor too, or are they just doing their Not own yet. thing? Not yet. Not uh. yet. And then Scarlet Witch is boxing this dude who's just in her mind, and dude, it's so good. I really love it. It's been really good, dude. Not, who's uh who's doing the art i don't know who's doing the art i know jed mckay's writing it but the art's good i mean all marvel stuff usually has pretty great art yeah. uh but that's been really really good and uh the fantastic four run's still been fun dude i mean i never read fantastic four before so it's just been neat to dive into that and like kind of have ross as a guide because you know fantastic four is his jam he's a wizard he's yeah, he's read all the old stuff. He knows these characters inside and out. So it's been fun, dude. And I'll tell you this. A lot of the stories we're reading right now, Dr. Doom has played an, an important role in like each one. And I find that dude to be so freaking interesting. Like I got to do a deep dive on some Dr. Doom reading because what a wild character that guy is. Yeah, there's got to be some good stuff out there. Yeah. So it's been fun, dude. And Deadpool Batter Blood has been just so freaking good, man. I love it. I'm going to have to pick that up because even the covers are just so rad. Yeah, it's been wild. He's kind of like trapped in this like uh, this game where they're controlling his mind and his memories and changing his costume up. And when it 
I don't know, dude. It's cool. Like at one point in this game, they change him into his uncanny X Force uniform, which is gray and black. And he's just rolling around like that's who he is. Like he's calling out for his teammates and stuff. And uh, just wild, dude. Super cool. But they're doing it all for like a TV show or something. Hmm. And they're filming him. And uh, he's figured it out. And he's trying to get his way out now. That's cool. So it's been fun to to dive into the Marvel. Um, Yeah, dude. Bro, let me tell you. Can I tell you one I read this week? Yeah, the, tr- the trade I got into. So I got into um, Geiger Volume 1. Mm-hmm. Came out in 2021 from Image by uh, Jeff Johns, uh, Gary Frank, Brad Anderson, I think did the art. And let me tell you, dude, banger. Banger of the week. Dude, <laughs> I loved it, dude. So we're going to premise... have to pay the pull box pals every time we use it, yeah, like yeah, yeah. royalty. <laughs> <laughs> Like, so it's almost like this post-apocalyptic story where you have this dude, it, it kind of starts out with this dude and his family and he's, um, they, I think they call it the, um, there's some type of war that went down. I can't even, it's like the, the unknown war or something. They don't even know why it was a war, but basically nuclear bombs got dropped off everywhere. And he's in this town outside Vegas and he's trying to save his family. It's right before the bombs are going off. So he's trying to get them in their fallout shelter and um, he gets them in. And uh, basically these people show up and they're trying to take over his vault. So he put his family goes in and tells them to lock the door. They're safe. Bombs go off and everything gets smoked if you're outside. Right. Well, for some reason he ends up surviving. And as the story progresses, you find out through flashbacks, like he was going through this like uh, cancer treatment that wasn't necessarily like, what do you call it when there's like a medical treatment that's not like approved yet? It's like, it's not like some shady backdoor business, but it's like, yeah, experimental. Yeah, that works. But I think there's even like a real term for it. But experimental, yeah. yeah. So it's like this. And anyway, so they think maybe that's why he didn't die out in the blast. And so now we we fast forward a few years and the world's obviously in chaos. And of course, like, um, you know, different groups have taken over different territories and they're trying to rule. So you got like um, you got like this group called the night crawlers. You got this group called the Oregon people and they're crazy cause they live out in the wasteland and they don't wear suits. So their bodies are all just morphed and jacked up. And so they mm. call them the Oregon people cause they will kill people and harvest organs to keep themselves alive. And they're also cannibals. So whatever oh. they don't. Yeah. So they're crazy. And then you got this group that's in Vegas. They're like, almost like, they didn't go back to like the medieval times, but they have a king and he like wears a crown and like they go have to go out in special suits when they do go out. Well, this dude, his name's, I think his first name's Tarek or I don't know how to pronounce it, but his last name's Geiger. And he lives out there still on his property because his family is still in that vault. And he doesn't want to open the vault door yet because it's not safe for them to come out. So he's like built this compound around the vault and he's like protecting it because his family's in there. And since he didn't die in the blast, he um, has these like, they call him like the glowing man. He has like these almost like superpowers now, like radioactive superpowers where he's super strong. Geiger does? Yeah. And so he's rad. So anybody that comes in his territory or, you know, tries to come take stuff from him or whatever, he just takes him out. He has this rad two-headed dog or it's like a two-headed wolf 
that is his best buddy. So you would like that. It's his like dog companion. He's, <laughs> he's rad dude. And, um, <clears throat> anyways, there's these people that are trying to leave the, um, they're, they're under the reign of this King in Vegas and they, they're trying to leave. Cause it's terrible. Like the King's a terrible Kings. Like you don't want to be there. So they're trying to escape. They have this, um, I guess they've been looking for like all these groups are trying to get control of the world. And there's some like, um, silos that are still left around certain parts of the world that have nuclear nuclears weapons in them still. So they're like fighting for those and these people escape and they supposedly have like the, this, these codes to all these nuclear weapons. And so these guys are chasing them and they run into Geiger and Geiger ends up, all right, I'm going to help these people. Right. Dude, crazy twist in it. I don't know. Do you want me to ruin some of the story? I mean, I'm going to ruin it for you. Unless you want to, re- <laughs> unless you really want to read it. Cause it was good, dude. Let it blast. Let it blast. Let it roll. <laughs> Let so, it roll. Dude, you find out that this people show up and uh, the King and they, they, they kind of like have Geiger in a pickle. He's like kind of pinned down. He's kind of overpowered. Cause there's so many of them and they, they end up seeing his like vault or vault he has. Right. And they blow it open Come to find out, dude, his family has been dead in there. No. Yep. That he thought he was. Oh he was my waiting. gosh! So now is he that has how that volume to, ends? No, no, that's just like oh. halfway through the volume, or not oh, okay. even halfway through. Like maybe in the first couple issues, there's six issues, and so now he has like nothing. He's like, whatever. I don't have anything to live for. I'm just gonna go nuts. Well, then you know he comes in contact with these with these two kids who are trying to escape and um kind of takes him under his wing and it's just rad dude it's just them trying to survive they're fighting all these different groups they're trying to get to this safe area that they think is still um you know like the only place where the united states is stable and um all these groups are like you can't trust them so they don't know if they're safe when they get there and another crazy twist is remember I uh, a few months back I read uh, Junkyard Joe about that robot yeah. in Vietnam. So bro, he shows up in this Junkyard Joe does. Yes, which was another crazy twist. Like the United States government have they have Junkyard Joe on their side, and so Junkyard Joe has to go out and fight Geiger towards the end, and it's insane, dude. So um. Junkyard Joe and Geiger are brawling. Dude, straight boxing. And he's this crazy high-powered robot, and he's not affected by all the radioactive activity outside. So they're just brawling, and um, it ends in like, uh, I don't know if there's going to be another volume, because there definitely could be the way it ended. And so if if this came out, you know, with with volume two, I'd be stoked, because it leads on a big cliffhanger. I won't tell you how it ends but um, Geiger's still out there, or you at least think he is, um, possibly. It, it was good, dude. I think you would really, really like it. The art was fantastic. I, I don't know um, Gary Frank and Brian Anderson or Brad Anderson. They crushed it. I've never seen anything from them before, I don't think, but it was fantastic, dude. I have Junkyard Joe on my wish list, so now i got to add that, too. Especially yeah, you if he need shows to. up. Yeah, I don't know if there's like if how they, I don't know if they keep tying it in in the future. But um, let me show you some of this artwork, dude. Especially with uh, Geiger when he's all like powered up, um, he's rad, dude. 
he almost when he's when he's powered up he almost kind of reminds me of like uh Gosh, why am I spacing right now? He reminds me of <laughs> you're good. No, I can't even say it because it's going to be embarrassing because I can't even think of his name. Who's the dude on the motorcycle in Marvel? Ghost Rider, bro. Why? <laughs> he reminds me of Ghost Rider, dude. <laughs> How embarrassing! Oh yeah, bro. Is that who's the one that's all lit up? Oh, that's that, Geiger. Yeah, that's Geiger because he's like Dude, he's radioactive. He's yep, and that's the king of uh, Vegas. The king of Vegas. I love it already, dude. Yeah, so check it out, man. It was one of my favorite reads in, in a while. It it was fantastic. Hopefully, I did it justice. I think you did. I think you would enjoy it. I want to get like the hardcover of it if there's one out there because the artwork was that awesome. Bro, I got to, to uh, go ahead. I was gonna say, you want me to tell you my other one? I got into my only other book. No, let's, bread? let's go. Let's go every other mix it here. up. All right. Yeah, bro, I got to read Sacrificers two this week. Just came out. Rick Remender. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that from old Dude, Remender? Wild, bro. So the you know in the first one the the sacrifice. I don't know the the group came to pick up uh, the pigeon boy. Remember, I was telling you about that. Yeah, because each group, like, they have to sacrifice a kid, right? Is that how yeah, it kind of goes yeah, down? Yeah, and they're the sacrificers. And so in this one, they're going to the, they're, you kind of catch up, and they're going to this city where they more or less are all about this. Like, they've been preparing for this their whole lives. Like, they're happy. Like, even the, the sacrificer that they pull from there is uh, this girl who's, like, finds it to be, like, her divine mission, her divine calling to do this, right? And so there's like eight or nine of these. They're all chained up and they're on their on their mission to to go be sacrificed as far as you you know, based on the the title of the book. Right. And like uh, as they're sitting there kind of chained up and on their track, they're just brawling each other, trying to figure out like what they're doing. And some of them believe, you know, they're going to be dropped in a volcano, uh, you know, just these different ways they're going to die. And then the new one that we just met, you know, I was telling you about that this group kind of finds us as a divine calling with purpose and that there's going to be something good at the end of this keeps calling them crazy. And like, no, this we're like, she thinks that they're going to be put on this council and that they're going to rule everything that not that they're going to be killed. And uh, mm. you're just in your, in the, in the pigeon dude, he's just kind of sitting there silently trying to figure it out, put it all together and uh bro it ends in a wild way i didn't see going down at the end man uh when they finally get to where they're going huge twist uh i don't know what it means what it's gonna be i feel like it's a, it's a like a distraction uh like this is it isn't what it's ultimately gonna be because right now it's kind of this hopeful promising moment but i feel like it's a ruse and uh, we'll see, man. Dude, well, I love really Rick good. Reminder. I know, really good. Uh, the artwork is just phenomenal, dude. Um, but I, I, I mean, what Rick is able to write, especially like the characters and just the diverse opinions and morality and or theology of this thing is uh, wild, dude. You know what I almost read this week? I almost read, um, I don't know even know how I came across it, but uh, Remender did an old Punisher run. 
Oh, yeah. I heard good things about and that. And I actually. almost read it this week, but I decided to wait on it. And I read Geiger instead. Mm-hmm. I was feeling Punisher. I almost read a couple Punisher things. I almost read, I think, Punisher Soviet. And then I almost read that Rick Remender one. They're on my list still, though. Yeah, man. Good stuff, dude. Sacrificers is gearing up to be a long run and uh the premise and setting so far have definitely got me hooked man so i'm all i'm all in all right uh it definitely feels did you we read together we read seven to eternity did we read that full the uh, full just set volume of that? one no i i i think i've only read volume one and that was what we 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 talked about continuing it but we never yeah. did and i never kept going with it it's got some real Seven to Eternity vibes to me, kind of story-wise. I think that's what but, I mentioned when you first were talking yeah. about the first one, because it kind of looks like that style to me. Yeah. Which is good, because I like Seven to Eternity. Yeah. So kind of interesting uh, to see what's going on, and I want to find out you know, more about the, the group of sacrificers and you know where they're at right now and what it means, and it's kind of crazy, bro. I like it. All right, dude. I got in, and I think this is my very last one. I read uh, Batman One Bad Day, Razagul. Ooh, Razagul. Yeah, Tom Taylor, Ivan Reese, I want to say is his name. And uh, another good one, dude. I will say out of all of them, um, this one wasn't my favorite, but it was still uh, really, really good. Art was fantastic. I think all these have had really, really good art. Even the Clayface one, even though that was like the weirdest story I've ever read. Um, yeah. The art was good, but in this one, dude, it was it was rad, dude. And um, your favorite one is still Catwoman, right? That was your favorite one, Bad Day. No, <laughs> I like Catwoman. Just, I know I'm just messing with you. Um, but no, uh, I don't know. I liked the Riddler one. I liked the Penguin one, and I liked the Freeze one. I don't know. Penguin dude, was the really Penguin good. One was really good. Yeah. But this one was good too, man. Uh, you know, Raza Ghoul's like MO. Like, he's trying yeah. to save the world, but in order to save the world, he's like taking people out. You know, like, he wants the planet to be more, I don't know, humanitarian and like stop using fossil fuels and like, you know, saving the animals and all that stuff. But he's yeah. going about it the wrong way because, you know, Batman, he doesn't like to, he's not killing anybody, but even though he, he it's, for a good cause he's going about it the wrong way and so right now it starts out with Raza Ghul. he like gets out of the lazarus pit do you know what the lazarus pit is yeah yeah so he gets out of the lazarus pit and um his daughter's with him and they're planning to like take out all like he has this huge elaborate plan that he's been working on for years and at this point in the story Raza Ghul is like 700 years old because these lazarus pits around the uh, world are keeping him alive and um, so he's had this plan for years where there's all these top people in power, like, you know, some like over huge tech companies and over big oil companies and um, pharmaceutical companies and all these big companies that are damaging the, the planet. And so he he's slowly taking them out one by one, but making it look like an accident because he knows Batman's going to figure it out. He even calls him like the detective throughout this uh, story. He's like, we can't let the detective figure it out. So we got to do the best we can to cover our tracks. So he's taking these people out. And of course, Batman, he's figures it out. He's like, dude, I, I'm seeing all these people dying. Like, 
one after another and they all look like accidents like one's a skiing accident one's a boating accident one has a stroke or whatever so he ends up finding it out so him and robin now are on this mission to go like stop razagul and um razagul he ends up um capturing and kidnapping robin and using him as bait of course to mm. get batman and um so batman ends up showing up and um dude craziest thing i didn't see coming razagul kills him and batman like in, in the midst of him dying is like basically passing the torch to robin he's like here you go like gives him his masks and he's like hey before before you before i die like you gotta promise me like you gotta do the things like the way i taught you like you can't kill people and he's like, I promise, takes his takes his um, mask, puts it on, and you're just like, dude, that was pretty rad. Like, didn't see that coming, but it was a pretty cool scene. And so Robin honors that, doesn't kill Razagul. Razagul leaves, and he ends up like, his plan ends up like going out um, into effect, right? Because Batman's not there to stop him. Robin's not ready to stop him yet at this point. Then there's another twist that Raza Ghoul, since he has that relationship with Batman, put him in the Lazarus pit. Oh, so he doesn't shoot. die and he comes back. Yeah. And so at the end of the story, it's Robin pulling him out of the Lazarus pit. And Batman's like, how long has it been? And he's like, it's been a couple months. And he's like, well, what about Raza Ghoul? What's his? And Robin has to be like, I couldn't stop him. Like his plan went into effect. It was pretty cool, man. The art is fantastic. Like, check out some of this artwork. This is when Robin was captured. Oh, dude, yeah. And Razagul has him. Yeah, dude. The, the artwork in all these are just so good. And, like, look at the emotion on this one where Batman's just about to go mm -hmm. down. Dude. It's a little graphic. Um, it is. It's pretty, pretty yeah, graphic. Pretty graphic. But um, it, it was cool, man. I, I think you would enjoy this one, too. And, man... It, when I get extra money, this is one I want on my shelf, man. I yeah. want the the all the collected hardcovers and that um, collected edition. It would be fantastic to have sitting on the shelf. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that's all of them. I, fi I finally got them all in. And uh, check this one out. You'll like it. I will. Dude, I got to read. Um, I got to finish Gimmick. What'd you think? How how did it hold up? Because I know you really, really enjoyed it in the first like one or two issues. It got wild. It got way too wild. I did not end up loving it as much as I loved it when it started. The Let's premise in the that. beginning was fantastic. I thought it was rad. And then yeah. I really didn't keep up with it like you did. And so I'm yeah. not sure what happened, but Well, you know, he's he murdered that guy in the first one in the ring, and so he's on the run. And uh, ends up kind of partnering up with uh, the daughter of the dude he killed. Mm. And uh, so they're they're doing all this stuff. And anyway. Does she uh, know? He, she knows. She oh, knows. Okay. It's kind of complicated there. Uh, but his wife back at home has a baby and it's his. And, you know, he doesn't know. But he ends up finding out. And, uh, you know, he does a bunch of shady business. But the manager of the whole wrestling thing just sees him as a big dollar sign, you know? And so 
she and these corrupt cops kind of work together to more or less bring him back in the ring, like let him fight again. Like not, he's not punished at all. Hmm. And, uh, you know, is what it is, was what it was. Uh, not my favorite jam, not what I expected. I wanted it to be a little bit more, uh, about his struggle and it ended up being a little bit more about like, uh, commentary on society and cause didn't he know, have like eh. superpowers? Wasn't he powered up? Yeah. yeah and so did his kid. Uh, mm. so, but anyway, just all right for me, dog. All right, Randy, Randy, I got to read, um, scrapper two. Oh, and with bro, the dogs. So good, man. I loved it. So remember in the first issue, the kind of crazy, I forget what they're called. Let me ask you, is anything going to ever beat Stray Dogs? No. No. Yeah, Stray Dogs was fantastic. Stray Dogs was so good. That just did something different, man. I don't, man, what a cool book. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out the name of the, well, I can't remember now. Anyway, there's a, it's like an acronym, and I can't remember it off the top. Oh, SMITE. It's an acronym for something, but this company called Smite kind of is running the show, and they killed Scrapper's parents in front of him, remember, because they didn't pay their bills on time. And so he's been trying to enact revenge on them. But, bro, he finds out that he's a weapon of Smite. Like, he was created, and the collar he's wearing, it's all Smite. And so on this issue, they can track him from it. And uh, because he's been causing them chaos, you know, they're trying to track him down, get their weapon back. And uh, he's teamed up with another dog and they're going to to a place to get this collar removed. And it was just a cool exploration of the city. Uh, You got to see a lot more scenery. You get to meet this new dog. And then at the very end, there's two new characters and uh, the one who's who's like really smart about all this to they can take the collar off uh, is another uh, smite weapon who successfully got the collar off her. So I'm kind of excited to see how that all goes down, where the so story is leading to. They're two uh, X smite. Yeah. Gotcha. Interesting. So it, it was cool, man. I, I liked it. And I liked that it made the world a little bigger and uh, you got to see more of the city. And open you know, it up a little bit. It's a dog walking and talking and taking names. Like, sign me up. You know what I mean? You don't know what I mean. I do know what you mean. I'm just remembering back to when we went through Stray Dogs and how fantastic that was. And I don't know if, like, any time I read any of those books that are, what what is it called when they have, like, uh, what's the name for it? Where they have animals as, like, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, Gosh, I, mean. I can't, I can't think of the, the word off the top of my yeah. head. Anyways, but I always always go back immediately when i see anything like that i go back to stray dogs yeah and i know there's a lot of different stories and everything but stray dogs was just so good i got to read something epic four dude i think five comes out next week yeah and this one the story is finally getting somewhere i mean the, the overarching story is progressing he's older now and that old dude who we met, I think in issue one, is kind of back in his life and teaching him about who and what he is. And he takes him to that, like, that in-between world where, you know, he's where all those, like, half, uh, those abandoned creations kind of live. So it's kind of wild. There's all these, like, you know, half-drawn crazy oh, monsters. that's pretty cool. And, yeah. Yeah. And it come, come to find out, like, he isn't the only one who's been able to to do what he can do, but they think that he's the chosen one. Like he's able to do it 
the people in this in, in, in between world where he can kind of bring order back and uh, stabilize it a little bit. But in order to be like to be found out if you really are the chosen one, more or less, he has to like play this video game which is set up and you just saw the first level in this issue, but it opens up as like this eight bit Nintendo game. Yeah. Yeah. He's standing on a ledge and there's this huge like body of water. And at the end is a shield. And uh, I think it's called like the shield of faith or something. And he needs to figure out how to get it. And he can't swim there. I can't remember why he can't swim there. I think it's just too far away. He can't walk on water. And so he's like, I don't know how to get it. And so he's trying to figure all this out. And like the idea is if like you're the chosen one, you you'll be able to think your way through these challenges, you know? Right. Um, so it was cool to kind of to watch all that goes down to see this in between world, to see his connection to it. Finally, what and who he is, what he's uh, potentially going to bring uh, about for them. And it continues to be a story, I think, for the writer. I'll n- never say his name right uh simon kodransky maybe uh it seems like kind of a an inner dialogue a little bit about the struggles of being creative and uh so it's been interesting but i'm just happy that we finally got movement on the overarching story yeah i remember last time you told me it was starting to slow down i mean the artwork still looks fantastic i love all the covers every time i i go to my shop and see him i'm just like blown away by the cover art there's a panel in here where in the in-between world and I couldn't figure this out. So if anybody listening has an answer for this, drop a note to me on Instagram or jump in our discord. But dude, there's this rad panel and there's spawn savage dragon and a couple of these other really well-known image characters. And dude, if I could just get him to draw that for me, I would get it framed in a heartbeat, but I don't know why they're there. It was something like, because every time one of I, I wouldn't even be able to tell you, but they weren't half done. They were Something full like, done. Full done. <laughs> <laughs> Completed. Anyway, I'm glad that we've got movement on that story. I still really like it. It it is kind of a, uh, um, it's got a lot of prose and a lot of exposition. So I've gotten used to it, but it's interesting stuff, man. I like it. Nice, dude. Dude, I got to read uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Stranger Things, Stranger Things 2. Dude, That's I heard it's so good. good. I was listening to Pullbox Pals this week, and um, Matt was talking Love about it. it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just they nail all the characters, number one. Like, every single one is done Eat perfectly. On both sides, Stranger both Things and sides. Turtles? Yeah. Right on. And, uh, you know, it's cool because it's taking place in 1985, right? And... Uh, the cartoon didn't come out till 87. And I so I thought it was 84. No, that's when the comic book came out. I'm talking oh, about the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. The animated series. Yep. And uh, so they're still all in their red bandanas because technically they haven't been given the colored ones yet because that didn't happen till the show. Oh. And uh, so it's cool kind of homage to, to Eastman and Laird. And I like seeing them with all the red bandanas on. But I will say sometimes I get confused by who's who, like in a panel. I have to look yeah. for their weapons. Yeah, yeah. Um, just really cool writing, dude. Baxter Stockman has teamed up kind of with the scientist of, um, I think it's, what did she call him, Father or something like that in Stranger Things? Yeah, I can't remember. I've only watched the first, like, two seasons of Stranger Things. Yeah. 
But bro, I love this dude. It's so much, so much fun. I love all those characters. So to have them together is a win-win, dude. The turtles always do just cool crossovers. Like, I wonder how they the do, Power huh? Ranger because they cross over with Power Rangers. I wonder how that is. I've never dove in any of those. I can't get into the Power Rangers. I, dude, me neither. My son has watched some of the like newer shows of the Power Rangers, and I'm just like, I remember these when I was young. Get these out of here. Just not into the Power Rangers. Yeah. But, bro, to see the turtles fighting uh, the Demigorgons, bro. Pretty rad. So cool, man. So much fun. Only two issues left, though, so we'll see what's going down pretty quickly. So, what? Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I got to read In Hell We Fight 3, and, uh, you know, this series is is fun, and I'm allowing it to just be fun, but it's not, like, amazing. It just it kind of is what it is. Fun artwork, kind of a silly premise. And this one, you know, they're trying, they've decided they're going to help the angel right. uh, get back to heaven. But they have no idea how to get there, right? They're like, I, I, who knows? So they yeah, decide yeah. to go to this wild uh, antique shop in hell. And it's run by this, uh, what do you call those, like, puppets on strings? Pinocchio. Pinocchio, exactly. What is uh, Pinocchio? He's, he's, a, he's something. I don't Mary, know. Uh, I don't know. Is there a certain name for it? I just Like a ventriloquist doll. Like no, a ventral that's the one crystal. you like put your hand in his back and you're like chatting with him. Maybe that's what it is then. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But dude, he he's this doll is possessed by a demon and has a wild backstory and he's just crazy. And they're trying to make a deal with him uh, to get a map to heaven. And uh, it ends up not being a map to heaven, but a map to somewhere they can tell them how to get to heaven anyway but that is just wild and crazy bit of it they're still on their mission to get the angel back to heaven but you find out the this like you know one of the bigger demons his whole plan was when he kidnapped the angel was to have kind of like a chip against heaven to kind of create a brawl a war uh that would end um uh, between okay, so now he's got some new like um soldiers i don't know what you call them but like uh underlings who he's sending out to get them who just look wild and crazy so it's gonna be a chase and we're, we're gonna see if they get her to heaven in time all right it sounds wild um i got to read the local man gold you would love it oh uh, i know i need to pick it up the, I, it was sitting in my shop last week and i almost got it i'll try to maybe get you it this week when i go love it it was so good, dude. Uh, if you listen to the pullbox spells, you probably already yeah. already know about it. But he meets an older version of himself, and he just hates himself, dude. He Does hates he? everything about old Crossjack, dude. Yeah, and it's just kind of uh, kind of cool to watch it all go down, man. Honestly, and uh, what a what a cool issue. Honestly, it's hard to think of something right now. There's things that kind of are to that level but nothing's better than local man right now uh, i would almost agree with you i i love local man I'm you were super confused s- at the end though right i of was a little first, confused yeah. a little bit but i mean we walked through it but i'm super stoked because i think october the uh starts the next arc yeah dude just so much fun dude so much fun I can't wait to see him in his town and just get picked up by the Uber driver. I don't know anything. I know that happens again in this one. It's so <laughs> oh, does funny. It? They, the, the <laughs> old, one of the characters clocks him so that they steal his truck. Uh, 
I don't know a lot about images past and I know right, that right. this I heard Mad talking about it. Like a lot of these characters are yeah. are like maybe B list from images kind of vault. But there's this pyro guy who's rolling around and it's just a menace, dude. And it was kind of cool to see him too. He's super powerful and uh just creating havoc for our crew. Uh you'd love it, man. Yeah, right, I'll have to check it out because um, I, I wonder if it'll tie into like anything in the next arc or anything. Yeah. And uh, I got to read this new one. And I'm going to tell you right now, you would hate it. No, not my jam. What is it? You would hate it. It is called Hunt for the Skinwalker. By, uh, that sounds too scary. Is it aliens? Boom, boom, boom. Aliens, bro. Boom, boom. I'm out. I can already know I'm out. And apparently, based on the end of this, is based on true stories. Oh, uh, I know. I keep hearing about this show called Skin Ro- Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, and it's this like is the based same thing. Like, Skinwalker Ranch. This is like the story. In Utah. Yep. And I'm not down with this, bro. Nuts, man. The family who's living there keeps seeing these gnarly monsters, but there's this local lore too about. Um, these witches who could put on like skin of an animal and turn into them. Yeah. So that's happening. But at the same time, they're seeing this like crazy box UFO flying around with a dude who's huge staring at them. And, uh, Nope, 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 you're Nope. You're out. That's all I kept thinking is raise out on this. I'll tell you what, man, I, I supposedly, if you look up like the history of a skinwalker, it's a lot in like native American, like, yeah, culture. so that's what it was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Skinwalker Ranch, I've heard multiple people tell me about it. Uh, it's up in Utah. It's on True Story. They've done all these tests there, and there's just weird yes. stuff that happens. So that's and, what they're like, saying. They can't even scientists. explain. Yeah, there's scientists that are have been, like, I don't know, living there, but, like, camping there and, like, testing everything, like, yeah, in the atmosphere. Bro. They're, like, shooting stuff up into the sky. And, like, and that they've had interactions with some sort of intelligence, they keep saying. And either way, I'm out. And, you know, you keep hearing, like, all these U.S all these like officials like governmental officials like literally on the news lately are like yep i can confirm ufos are real and i'm just like get out of here here. get (laughs) out of here with this nonsense dude uh but wild dude because at the beginning there's this huge wolf that's like stalking them and they shoot it and then they start chasing it and lose it but when they go back to their house, there's a piece of it still sitting there like rotten and it reeks. And uh, who knows, man? I didn't know it was based on true stories. So at the end, there's kind of a letter of the dude who created it just saying, you know, this is all a true story. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I don't know, man. Too wild for me. Yeah, I don't know how many acres is it up there. But there's from what I've heard, there's a lot of crazy stuff that goes down. And I just try to plug my ears when i hear people talking about it because i am not down for that life dude (laughs) i don't know what it is dude with aliens but they are freaking me out 24 7 if there's anything in the world that gets me it's them oh man i know i agree to some to some extent i think i'm so skeptical about the reality of them that it doesn't scare me that much i mean i am too skeptical but it still is freaking me out and now you know like that's all you see on the news is aliens are real well i mean they don't say aliens but ufo who knows what it could be government probably who knows there's all kinds of that one dude's trying to say that they have biological life locked away that's what I mean. I saw an interview with one dude and this lady was like, did you find biologics? And he like couldn't go into detail, but he's like, yes, we did. And I'm just like, get out. Yeah. 
But yeah, always this, I don't know what it is about the alien stuff, but it's always like third degree because he even said like he hasn't seen it. He's heard somebody who has said, yes, we have it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. get out of here with the third degree nonsense. Yeah, like, yeah. I can't stand it. Show Just me the it, alien. Throw it or out get there already. Out. Don't throw it out there because I don't want to see it. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't even want to know about it. Just keep it under the old radar and I'll be fine. <laughs> Anyway, dude, that's what I got into this week. So all, all pretty good reads, dude. Well, I hope I did week? okay talking about it because I had to talk a lot of Marvel yesterday with Ross. So did I do no. all right? Chatting I think about you, it? I think you did, dude. You and especially like when you're reading a ton, like you know, going back and talking about it a lot, it could be tough. But I think you yeah. did great. Thanks, Paul. I'm proud of you though for reading that much. Thank you. I'll tell you what, dude. There's some good ones coming out next week that I'm dude, super jacked is. for. What What are you looking forward to next week? I want to put something on your radar that I think you're going to dig. Let me hear it. That I don't think is on your radar. Tell me about it. Avengers Inc. I didn't even see that on there. Not on my Do radar at all. Do yourself a favor and go check it out. It looks Who's like Marvel's it? Ooh, putting together. Al Ewing's writing it. I like Al. Yeah. It looks like a, it looks like a uh, detective crew. It looks pretty rad. The Avengers yeah. Inc., bro. Is that the Wasp? I can't tell. But I think that's that could be something we uh, we really dig. All right. I like Al Ewing, so it could be pretty cool. Huh. All right. Thanks for putting that on my radar, sir. Looks pretty cool, right? That's not the... I, mean, I don't know who that is. It is Wasp. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she's hunting a killer. Victor Shade. Action mystery adventure. Her name is Janet Van Dyne. She's a hero. She's a celebrity. She's a she's hunting a killer. His name is Victor Shade. He's a villain. He's an enigma. He just got killed, and together they're out to solve every mystery in the Marvel universe, starting with their own. I mean, that could be fun, bro. The covers are looking rad. Oh, dude, yeah, they are. All right, I'm gonna have to check it out. I like some of these old school looking covers too, dude, with like mm-hmm. the old oh, school dude, like Marvel. Those are rad. Yeah, they look fun. So that All could right. be fun, dude. Well, very cool, man. Thanks for um pointing it out to me. I'll have to check it out. Get it get it going. I'm looking forward to two particular ones. Uh finally Dust issue yeah. two is coming out from Scout. It's been a while since we've uh, read issue one, and we both really enjoyed that. So looking forward to that, I think, a lot. And then uh, that Texas Blood, the Enfield Gang Massacre, issue number two, bro. Dude, I cannot wait to see where we're going. I know. I'm stoked. Everything about it, art, um, the way it's printed. Uh, I just can't wait for that book. So stoked on that. That's, I think, the one I'm looking forward to most next week. I got a couple other ones that uh, I'm looking forward to. Obviously, something Epic Five, just to keep up with it. Uh, we got the Cole Two, yeah, so I'm I stoked to see what's going on now that we've got a little sci-fi world going on. Um, and one that I mentioned a while ago is finally coming out that I'm curious about, and it's the Hexagon Bridge number one. Hexagon Bridge. I think I remember you talking about that from Image. Yeah. It got all. It got. It was getting some hype early on. It's kind of died down a bit, so I don't know what that's about. But um, it seemed like it had a pretty cool premise to me. It kind of could be like uh, what's that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio where like uh, Inception. Yeah, yeah. It kind of so sounds is, like it could be that 
like yeah. landscapes and shifting architecture. And it could be cool. And then yeah. it's one person doing it all, Richard Blake. Yeah, explorers Jacob and Elena Armlin find themselves trapped in a strange parallel dimension of elusive landscapes and shifting architecture architecture inhabited by mischievous entities now it's up to their clairvoyant daughter adley and sentient robot staden to rescue them yeah could be neat i'm down for that bro yeah there's some good ones coming out next week i hate fairyland nine uh what else did i see that's coming out i think there's a new daredevil coming out i don't even know who's doing it number one right yeah new run of daredevil uh damn them all number eight um, we got some good good trades coming out too oh black cloak that's the one you really liked yeah pick up black cloak trade you will not be disappointed what other trades are coming out that you were old dog oh yeah 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 i saw that so good time to catch up on those if you haven't been keeping up with them in singles it should be a a, a good week next week i'm pretty stoked on Heck it yeah bro you got anything fun lined up I love, see, we did this again and we still do it. But when people listen to this, it's not going to be next week. These are comics releasing this week. These are comics coming out <laughs> this week, everybody. They know what we're talking about. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me ask you a question. Ask me a question. Forky asks a question. Dude, Batman Day is coming up. Batman Day? When is Batman, Batman Day? Day? Dude, Batman Day is September 16th when the world celebrates Batman Day, dude. So we got to do something for the old Batman Day, dude. Get into some Batman coming up. September 16th. That is... That's next that's Friday. That's next Saturday. No, yeah, next Saturday. I was way off. Well, you want to... <laughs> do you want to pause curse words and get into a batman trade and do a rbow on a batman i, I said know. b-o-w because i'll tell you this <laughs> i'll tell you this our numbers on curse words have plummeted like ain't nobody want to keep up with us nobody wants to listen to curse words of anything it, it, honestly it has been like it would have been it, it has been a lot we should and have I done two volumes we, every episode. Since we since we spaced it out so much, it seems like it has drug on, and I'm just I'm ready to read it because I still haven't read it yet. And I know, just me finish too. It. I'm ready to be done. But what do you want to pause it and do a Batman next week? It could be cool. I don't know. We have, let's I think, think we about should. it. I let's think we th- should. Let's commit now. You just want to commit now? Which one do you yeah. want to do? Well, we can figure that out later. But let's commit to a Batman next week. All right, let's do something Batman. We'll be we'll be coming in next week yeah, with let's uh, celebrate Batman Day. A little little Batman special. I don't know what we're gonna read, but it's gonna be Batman. Who knows? Or maybe we'll just read different stuff. Anything Batman. Yeah, anything Batman. Let's just chat Batman. We could do I'll maybe and I'll go back oh, and I'll dude, watch a movie. You, you know what? I just saw on Amazon that um the newest Batman movies on there now for free. On Prime? Yeah. If oh. you're a pro- if you're a Prime account, you can. I almost started watching it last night, but I was too tired. Let's do a Batman mo- epi. All right, Batman epi next week. Looking forward to it, dude. Clayface coming in. Clay Batman face one bad day. Clayface coming face. in hot. <laughs> no, but I am stoked because one of my favorite artists, Eric Henson, is doing a special at oh. my local shop, 
and he's going to be there signing stuff. He has a couple rad Batman covers that he's done and a couple like, I think it's like a poster, I think I want to say. Yeah. Surprise comics. If anybody's there in the Arizona area, make sure you check out their Instagram. And uh, super stoked on it. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to try to go. I'm get probably going to go. I don't think I'm you doing anything go. that week. I'm going. You better get there. I better get there. I better save up some ducats and who cares about hospital bills and just go. Dude, you. <laughs> I'm going to stick it to the man. You'll, you'll have your back forever. You only got one chance to get Eric Henson Batman stuff. <laughs> yeah, my back will be fine. <laughs> well, just a reminder, check out coffeeinacomic.com. Uh, Frank's a rad dude doing rad things, and he's, uh, you know what? You're going to find what you're looking for over there. You're going to save yourself some money. You're going to get a deliciously shipped coffee with comics and stickers, and I don't know what I'm saying. I wonder if he's got anything going on for the old Batman weekend. I don't know. Check out his Instagram. He might. Frank is a is a real... He, I don't just say it. I mean, I say it every week, but I I do mean it. He's a, he's a rad guy. So he's sh- a legit, genuine dude. Yeah, support the shop, support what he's doing, follow him on Instagram, tell him we sent you just for gigs. Just for some old giggles. There you go, Frank. That'll be 10 bucks for this spot. (laughs) (laughs) Frank hates us, probably. Frank, it's going to be a couple of, what, like maybe two more weeks, and then he's going to be like, you know what, guys? I think it'd be better if you just didn't talk about my shop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Frank, we appreciate you, man. Um, anyways, thanks for listening. If you haven't already subscribed to our show, do so now. We'd love it. Leave us a uh, review wherever you listen to your podcast. We also would be super stoked on that. Um, refer us to a friend. I'm not even going to go say anything else. Please. Just ref- no. <laughs> Please. It's our new thing. Refer us to a buddy. Refer us to a stranger. <laughs> I don't care who you refer us to. Just refer us to someone. Yeah. Um, check us out on our, over on Instagram at the uh, comic book lair. And uh, we'll drop some hints on what we're uh, yeah. going to be reading Batman. We'll, we'll maybe do that throughout the week. Or if you have any recommendations, definitely let us know. Do it on our Instagram. Send us a message. Send us a voicemail. Let it fly. Send us a Discord message. And um, let us know on some of your favorite Batman stuff. And maybe we'll get into it if we haven't already. And uh, so we'd love to hear what your favorite Batman run is. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Either way, keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds. Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R O S E K A T audio.com.